If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome along to episode one of Sissy That Pod, the RuPaul's Drag Race UK reaction podcast. My name is Keen. And I'm James. And it's time to meet the queens. What else could we do in episode one? I mean, but not very much because exactly. there hasn't been anything else really to talk no. about, has there? <laughs> <laughs> so let's just get straight into it. We have 10 queens all over the UK. What was your first impression? When I saw the lineup, um, I was apprehensive. I mean, when I heard they were making the show, I was, cause, you know, it's, it's iconic. We all love Drag Race. And I was worried about how they were going to do it. But when I saw the lineup, there was a couple in there I recognized from seeing myself at different things. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of very interesting looking characters and a couple of people who I knew straight away I would despise. So I was like, this is a good mix. Okay. I, I'm, I'm feeling very positive about this. I think it's going to be a great show. I think it's going to recapture the, the heyday of Drag Race. Oh, Drag Race US. I I'd be surprised if they managed to capture the heyday in the first season. Oh, I don't know. I like to I like to dream big. You know, <laughs> you dream away. right in there. And then once it gets to, once it gets to that like massive, it's the only place series two can go is to start going into diminishing. Obviously, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like season six did. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, okay. Well, sure. Let's start off with the first queen that we were introduced to: a bag of chips. Yeah, who looked like um, Jade Goody uh, wearing a Cruella Deville costume. Yeah. Um, more northern though. Than yeah. Jade. Oh yeah. No. Absolutely. Oh well. Yes. More northern than mm. Jade. But I I don't know how I feel about her. She seems to be a bit of a fan favorite. Okay. Um, from what I what I can tell, so I I was at Manchester Pride where they did the like big meet the queens, and she got a obviously being northern got a very big reaction there. Um, I'm not sure she she looks like she could have a bit of a silky nutmeg ganache vibe, very mm-hmm. gobby kind of perhaps yeah. the sort of sort of scene stealer in a way that's not your favorite. Yeah. Um, but I I I enjoyed the fact that she suggested Deirdre Barlow as a potential um as a potential snatch game contestant. Do you think? Anybody that they said that they're going to do for Snatch Game, they're going to actually do. Uh, no, I'd be surprised if any of the ones that got mentioned, for, which which is again is another pity because the Queen later on men- mentioned another iconic character who mm. would be amazing to see in Snatch yes. Game. Now, I think that if the show does pick up and take off all of these uh, amazing sort of stalwarts of of, of of British female sort of characterization, yeah. we'll get a chance to come out. But um, I I, um, I would be surprised. It would be it would be great to see Georgie Barlow there. I'm not entirely sure of the timeline. So they filmed those Meet the Queen VTs during Drag Race, I after Drag Race, before? Had, I had heard, and I can't remember when this was, that they film them after. So they come along, they film the first episode, they film the first runway, they film the first elimination, and then they do... The kind of in the off day after that, they do the Meet the Queens video and setup. Okay. Now, I had heard that in relation to the American show mm-hmm. a good few years ago, so I don't know how true it is. Uh, that would mean that uh, one of those queens already knew they were, they had been eliminated. And judging by the three or four who were pretty miserable, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Could be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, there was also some sort of conversation online about Bag of Chips because she had previously spoken out about voting Tory. 
And I know some people were against that, but I mean, I don't know. I, I feel yeah, that's not enough to turn somebody off just because no. they vote for the Tories. Personally, I mean, I mean, it does. It's not a great recommendation for their character, <laughs> but you know, but it's not like UKIP. Just the way like <laughs> that's that's very true. It's yeah. not UKIP. Um, yeah. Well, no, I I hadn't seen that. Um, but I I think that she seems like kind of a a bigger character. I think mm-hmm. she'd be quite dominant across the season for as long as she goes. Uh, I I think she's the sort of person like could get sick of quite quickly though yeah yeah no i agree with that yeah. but no i am i am interested and i think she is the best name out of the 10 of the bag of chips i love it i quite like it yeah it's a, it is probably the best name out of a lot of them mm. even though fish and chips would play on like the fishy but anyway we could go. <laughs> yeah. well you can you can go and you can become her drag daughter and then you can yes. be fish and chips <laughs> perfect <laughs> okay the second queen up was blue hydrangea the belfast queen yes what were your thoughts um so i i think that she i didn't like her outfit she was wearing a weird kind of like an orangey cat suit with kind of like a cut out jump an orangey uh swimsuit with like a a, a blue almost sort like of opaque kind of things yeah not my favorite loved the color of her hair thought her makeup was spectacular i think she seems great i think she seems genuine i think she seems nice but i also do think a northern irish accent is one of the loveliest accents so i was sold Interesting. I have a very love-hate relationship with the Northern Irish accent. I recently watched uh, Nadine Coyle on Living With Lucy and I was, you know, <gasps> head is fried <laughs> trying to understand her. Now, I know she's Derry, not Belfast, but yeah, very uh, Actually, confused. that's one of one of my favourite drag names uh, was Megan May, a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That good. Um, yeah, I quite liked it. The, the, in the sort of Meet the Queen's BBC3 video that they put out, the promo, there were some really good makeup pieces that she had done yeah. herself which makes me really think she'd be really interesting like that Nina Bonina Brown that sort of makeup artistry that yeah. she could achieve she gave me a bit of a RuPaul's best friend race vibe uh, she seemed very charming and nice but mm. I don't think she's gonna I would be surprised to see her kind of go into the into the latter half of the series she will definitely be one of the early sort of you know when the workroom gets sort of poignant and they tackle the big issues with yeah the northern irish marriage, oh, marriage equality, equality absolutely yeah. that is going to be her mirror moment 100 percent. yeah <laughs> so yeah and i think it'd be nice I think that people will warm to her because of that but yeah do it i'm not sure if she has the the chops yeah to make it that far um, but obviously we're supporting her because she's Northern Irish. Of course, yeah, closest yeah. thing to to, <laughs> to Dublin. I was a babbering in there. <laughs> okay, third up is Davina De Campo. Davina De Campo, super accomplished. She's kind of the Willem of the season. She was dropping all of her credits right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, something happened to her mic as the sound went really bad during her particular vi- video. Also, she's kind of the queen of the the technical gaff because when I saw. Her, so at Manchester Pride, she like walked out, there was no music, they hadn't properly announced her, so she kind of walked out to like this real lackluster uh, affair. And she looked, at, uh, her costume on this was, was, was gorgeous, the huge big red hair and looked great, mm-hmm. but the costume she wore for DragCon and for the uh, for Manchester Pride, this amazing kind of catsuit thing with this huge crown, like a stunning, but just because there was like no music behind it and there was no atmosphere and it was just kind of a bit of a lackluster thing. And I just, I felt kind of sorry for her because I do think she's super accomplished. I saw her perform at, remember a couple of years ago, there was that disaster drag con sort of rip off drag tech in Manchester. Yeah. She was performing at that alongside a lot of the drag race queens and she was really holding her own. She's an amazing singer. She's an amazing performer. She's extremely engaging. So I think she could do really well, but I don't think, in the run-up so far, she's done a great job in selling herself. Yeah, she seems to have a really great range saying that she can sing, like, opera songs, but yeah. then also sort of, like, raunchy songs as well, which I thought was really good. Yeah. 
like an offensive laugh. Oh, yes, absolutely. But as the owner of an offensive laugh myself, I kind of am like, I'm going to I'm going to give you a I pass for that. I would say yours is offensive. It's loud. But so is mine. <laughs> Hers is like not even a real laugh. It's just like this shrill like cackle. Yeah, I, I got the impression that maybe she was just doing that. I wonder if that's how they had to turn her uh, if that's how they had to turn her mic off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the laugh made such peaks in the audio, and they just couldn't. They just it couldn't right. figure. They just couldn't yeah. figure it out. <laughs> um, I was reading online that she, if that's a pronoun she uses, identifies as non-binary, which is interesting. I don't yeah. know if we've had many non-binary identities. No, I don't. Before. I don't think so, and certainly not like straight out the gates like that. I would say her like her non-drag persona looks like sort of a divorcee lady discovering her best life. Okay, um, she she's got a she's got an, she's gone for a sort of very interesting haircut but anyway she's beautiful and we love her yeah so that's Davina DeCampo you're thinking good things for her yeah I think that I I mean I I think I'd put her in the top three definitely okay um I I think she would have a good chance I don't think I wouldn't say she'd win but I think she definitely will get right to the end right okay queen number four was Crystal who his full name is Crystal Beth but I I don't think the BBC would allow her use that name yeah, I can understand why. Mm. She was serving some pearl realness, so monotone. It was her entire, I, I I wasn't into her at all. Like, I didn't like her wig. I thought, I, I don't like that kind of really kind of asymmetric. I, I just didn't enjoy it. It's it kind of cuts. Um, yeah, the severe, so severe like big Yeah, almost. That yeah. sort of like kind of quirky. Yeah, and I, I didn't doll. like the kind of pink leather was sort of washing out or something gorgeous makeup um but other than that i i just and also like she was describing all these amazing things she does she was all like oh i do angle grinding and i do circus tricks and i like play the guitar but in this most boring voice so it's like you're telling me all these really exciting things but i can just all i can hear is i was really excited by her by hearing all of those things like that's the sort of drag queen that I'd like to go see at a cabaret show down here just sort of way like yeah. she seems to really be proud on what the production that she brings whether that will translate in quite a rigid you know televisual format where you yeah. have to do this this week and you have to do this this week I'm not sure how well she'll do but she seems to definitely put on a good show I would imagine she puts on a good show and I'd say she'd be like who's it Violet Chachki is a similar kind of burlesque and I think sort of style mm. queen I think that she will very much fall into that kind of category of someone who um, isn't probably isn't your traditional drag performer is yeah. doing stuff that's quite different but also like does do very good makeup I, I don't really like her though she gives me a bad vibe she is I definitely did kind of notice amongst these queens that there are those who are the personality queens and then the queens who have no personality Gothy <laughs> Kendall who we'll get onto later on was like Basically, oh, if, I don't want to talk to anybody. No, God, I you will know, save my rant about. Gothic okay, well, Kendall. before we get onto her, then Queen Number Five is something Wong. Yes, I love her personality. I think she's amazing, but that contour was terrible. Her, uh, her, 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 like breastplate was super kind of exposed. I didn't like the the outfit, like the the way, like tie the robe if you're going to wear the robe like that, or like put on some sort of equal covered um, underwear so you can't see it. I, I feel like she is going to be one of those queens who who's going to be resting on her personality and mm. I can see Michelle Visage reading her for for not paying attention to the details. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, like, very big personality, very sweet, funny girl. She'd be a comedy queen, I imagine. I'm getting, Definitely. like, a Nina West off her, like, sort of, like, good uh, comedy. She can sew, she have good outfits. 
whether she has the full sort of like where she can dance and like strut her stuff i'm not sure no but i think she'll be able to pull i i feel like she'll be professional enough to be able to like kind of make it through where some of the like she'll be able to make up for some of what she's missing and kind of like she'll be mm. able to kind of get if she if she needs to do some some choreography she'll like be able to do enough of it that it'll be okay i don't think she'll be do she'll be she'll be um like some of the other more miserable queens yeah but she's the the plus size queen of this season pretty much there's always what is one it? it was one or two who's the others vinegar strokes is she plus sized i don't know I mean, I'm I'm just sort of like. Well, she is the most plus size. Yeah. Okay. Of them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, queen number six is Cheryl Hole, who I, I watched. Sorry to interrupt you. The photo fashion review of the queens and you know the meet the queens looks, and Mariah Balenciaga was like, ah, this queen Cheryl Hole, that's a play on share a hole. I watched that too and was like, no, Mariah Manchaga, that is not what it is. Why don't you know British culture, Mariah? What is wrong with you? As a recent convert to the church of Cheryl Cole, uh, following her epic performance at Manchester Pride, um, I'm disgusted that that she hasn't become a gay icon in the US already. But uh, I saw that and thought, guide, like, d- d- come on. It's, like, it's gross. But also, she said that, right? And missed the trick. And Vandy didn't pick up either. But obviously, the editors didn't know it was either because they would have taken it out, surely. But they would have corrected her at the moment. Well, I mean, maybe Mariah would have been too furious. I could imagine <laughs> her. They would, they tried to cut it out and she's like, no, this is what I sincerely think. I Don't st- try and tell me what I think. <laughs> I still feel like conflicted using the term Cheryl Cole because I know she doesn't like it, but I mean, that's what everyone knows her of. So do you think we should do like a sort of Prince vibe, like the artist formerly known as Cheryl Cole? Yes. Or I think that's respectful. The artist formerly known as Cheryl, but the, not not Cheryl Hole. Cheryl no, Hole no, can no. stay. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, Cheryl Hole's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I do. I I can't remember who I was talking about this. It might have even been you the other okay. day. But about how how Cheryl Cole will just always be Cheryl Cole, that, like how she was never Cheryl Fernandez Rossini. Yeah, like she was never that. Everyone was just like we were at the cusp of accepting that name, and then she was like. No, sorry, I'm divorcing him. <laughs> yeah, I'm divorcing his name and Cole's name, and I'm not it's taking just Tweety back. Cheryl, get over yeah. it. Um, I thought Cheryl Hole though was like an Essex Laganja Estranja. Yeah, um, I think she is the most entertaining, the most seems like she'll be the best performer in a lot of ways. I would say from seeing her, I don't know if you watched the DragCon introduction. No. Um, so they did the same walk that they did at at, at Manchester Pride for, at DragCon, and I think she in both in both situations she used her time on the stage really well she like Mm -hmm. had choreographed a bit of a routine that she did she interacted with the audience she really kind of made you feel like she wants to be there and wants to entertain you and she just gave up a vibe of someone that you couldn't take your eyes off i think she's going to go super far and i like her a lot she's called herself a lip sync assassin i'd certainly do see holes love (laughs) in her skill set but if she's calling herself a lip sync assassin maybe that will save her a few weeks that you know she'll slip through the nets yeah yeah yeah. so yeah i think she can survive a good bit all right but i don't think she has what it takes to win i i I feel like um that she will stick around until at very least at very least until cheryl is a judge okay I feel like that's the, that's the moment they have to come face to face. Yeah. So the moment we see Cheryl rocking up into that workroom as a guest judge, we're kind of like, oh, this is either a great week or a terrible a week, week for, for Cheryl, Cheryl Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Not that producers are that. Eh? Yeah, manipulative. <laughs> the seventh queen is the aforementioned Gothy Kendall. I hate 
Gothi Kendall. I think that Gothi Kendall is terrible. I think that the only interesting thing about her was that jacket she was wearing and I, that's all you can say. I'm like, what is... I No. She's like Blair St. Clair went emo. Yeah, I did definitely see the Blair St. Clair vibe from it. I, mean, I wouldn't say my feelings towards her are strong enough that I'd be dropping the H-bomb yet, but I mean, I was She gave me Serena Cha-Cha vibes. <laughs> that's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Serena Cha-Cha is a deep cut. Well, she was all like, I went to uni to learn fashion. Oh, did you? Did. Good. Maybe you'll do some soft, <laughs> what was that, soft serve or soft uh, soft structure? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was kind of just surprised that in her intro she was like, you know, I don't really like hosting drag shows. I kind of just prefer to DJ and just yeah, look pretty. Yeah, I bet she does. Sit in the corner looking pretty with her iPod plugged in. So I, I was just thinking, you've basically just admitted that you're a boring person. Yeah. But also, like, you can tell, like, so she's obviously going for that more kind of Jodie Harsh role yeah. uh, in terms of, like, her drag trajectory. And, you know, but Jodie Harsh is also, like, based on, I would say following Jodie Harsh on Instagram for a couple of years, seems like a really engaging person who actually likes being around people and actually wants to engage with people yeah. and sort of is funny and can take the piss out of himself. And, 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 I don't get that vibe, but I think it's youth, though. To be honest with you, I'm gonna I'm gonna withdraw. I'm I'm an I'm an old man, and I shouldn't be hating tiny children. I I think that it is really nice for Gothi Kendall that she has time to grow. But personally, at the moment, wouldn't want to spend any time with her. She did say that her first time doing drag was New Year's Eve of 2016. So that means she's done. We think this was filmed in what March? So two and a bit years of drag she does seem very new at it yeah the only saving grace for me that makes me think that she won't be out in the first episode is that she's a good sewer and typically the first challenge is a sewing sewing challenge challenge. but i mean first three weeks you know then again serena cha-cha well she didn't go out in the sewing challenge though did she um no No. (laughs) i'm gonna stop talking about serena (laughs) cha-cha this is the most exposure (laughs) serena cha-cha has ever got After her season, everyone instantly forgot it. What? It was season four? Season six. Se- what? No, wait a second. Season five. Season five. five. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Penetration got sent home by Serena yeah. Chacha. Imagine that's your... Uh, that's your... That's, that's your, your Instagram bio. fame. <laughs> okay, queen number eight, Vinegar Strokes. Now, I know Vinegar Strokes is something, but I couldn't recall. I thought it was either something sexual or something to do with a hangover. Well, <laughs> I discovered, uh, because I didn't know what it was either until I was talking to some people at Manchester Pride and they yeah. explained to me that the vinegar strokes mm-hmm. are the, um, the 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 crescendo moment of, of um, self-pleasure that when your face may become a bit more static or kind of, you know. Okay. No, I, I get the... You, you get the reference. Back. I don't so, need to go. So the, the the strokes are the actual movement of the hand well, yes, in those moments. In that they are, they, they are creating in your face the same sort of uh, maybe movements that you might get if you were to smell a bag, bag of, of vinegary chip, chips. Bag of chips. So like a... Mm. <laughs> yeah, vinegar can be quite an, uh, like an assault to the senses. It really can, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so... No, there we go. Now I know what a vinegar stroke they, is. What did you think of the queen? Um, terrible outfit. Terrible outfit. It was like a half and half, half like black and white, half pink. Yeah, correctly. And then a two tone. Well, hair. very black. same. The same sort of Cruella wig the bag of chips was wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that the costume just sort of drained him out entirely with the, the way the wig was kind of coming right down. And then you had this big ruffle around. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I, I, costume wise wasn't 
great. Makeup wise, couldn't really tell. Yeah. Um, but is a super accomplished queen. Has mm-hmm. has like a load of like has like a load of theatrical experiences within that same play that Bianca Del Rio was in on the West End for for uh, for a couple of months. Like seems to seems to be a very accomplished performer. Yeah. So I'd be interesting to see. I'd be interested to see kind of what she does when she's actually competing rather than mm-hmm. when she's sitting trying to because her her interview was a little bit sort of um kind of rambling still to that kind of felt yeah. as well and sort of have you ever been in a job interview when you sort of have zoned out during the question so you don't really know what question it is you're answering so you're trying to keep everything vague but specific at the same time yes that's what i got from her yeah i kind of like she was like yeah i'm a comedy queen but yeah you're not presenting any comedy which i was kind of confused yeah there's a lot of sincerity she is the only sort of non-white queen i suppose something wrong is asian but yeah so she's a black queen which it's kind of bad for them that they only have one like compared to like almost 50 50 that they have in the u.s sometimes yeah i thought it was kind of poor form from a kind of you know just like color spread yeah Yeah. exactly um she seems to be confident in her lip sync skills again so we will see we will see yeah, I don't have particularly high hopes for Vinegar Strokes, but I might have high hopes for Scaredy Cat. What are your thoughts? I can't decide about, with Scaredy Cat. Mm. Um, I think the shtick will wear thin really quick, and if she doesn't kind of let go of that... What What do you mean by her shtick? Oh, the sort of like, I'm the scared little girl. Oh, oh <laughs> look at me. Like that stuff. Like, I don't think that she'll be like that at all. But that's what she's done in that. And she did. She was like, "Oh, I call myself Scaredy Cat because I'm a bit of a pussy." Oh well. Anyway, okay. so the at, at both Manchester Pride on the Dragon thing, she does this sort of thing where she walks out on stage and she's got a big teddy bear and she kind of puts oh. her hand up in front of her mouth and it's like, "Oh," oh. and it's sort of like, and it doesn't wear heels. Like, where's the like big Spice Girls runners? The kind of like that sort of thing, and okay. so it looks like she's like a five year old girl wearing kind of a massive. Mm. And I think. She seems like she's she seems confident. Yeah. She seems like she's very good at makeup. Interesting with makeup. I love the way in the 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 video she she had this sort of like patterning done on her chest and the yeah. pink powder, which I thought was really really fun. Um, and I I I did think that she seemed like she kind of has what it takes to go quite long. But I I would be afraid that maybe when push comes to shove, she'll fall onto a character she's developed, and then that'll just be her thing. Okay. I think she's interesting. She's the youngest ever participant in Drag Race at 19 years young. And she's the first bi queen as well, which will be interesting as well. We haven't had a bi queen. Not technically. Because Katia was bi. Was? Was. Well, no. Katia was bi. Uh, Katia announced that... (laughs) She was by when she went on to the show, but then very much was like, ah, no, I wasn't really. <laughs> okay. I don't remember that, but okay. Um, um, but yeah, well, I suppose the first drag queen who has a girlfriend. That's that's the first. The first drag queen who has a girlfriend. I think that's fun. Mm. Um, and I think it's great. That's, that's the girlfriend. At DragCon, the, the girlfriend was there as well and was dressed up as the like big pink bear thing that oh, gets okay. dragged around uh, by, by Scaredy Cat. I did have concerns for Scaredy Cat's prowess in the competition when she was like, yeah, so I can't really sew or I can't really act. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
like, there are two important skills <laughs> yeah. that you're going to need for this competition. But I don't know that she can lip sync either or perform. I'm not sure. I just think she's got like interesting energy. Mm. She and I think it's she reminds me a bit of Alaska, which is why I think I like her. Okay. Um, and she has that kind of like vocal fry thing going on. Yeah. Like Northern England vocal fry, which I didn't even know was like. Uh, she's not where's she from? She's from Wiltshire. From Wiltshire. So Wiltshire vocal fry, which you don't normally hear. She said it's the middle of nowhere, but I don't know. That could be north or south. I don't know. It wasn't a particularly northern. I'm go- I'm going to guess before I look it up that it's going to be like Midlands, mm-hmm. near the water. That's okay. Okay. So while I look it up, do you want to tell me about the final queen then, the Vivian? The Vivian is the queen to beat in this competition. She's already been the drag race. Um, what was it again? The, the the UK ambassador for drag race for the last maybe four years. Mm-hmm. And she is phenomenal. I was in Gran Canaria at Christmas and she was performing at Sparkle Show Bar. It's a drag show bar in the Yumbo Center of Gran Canaria. And she'd been there for, for a year or two. Um, and I could just say she is one of the most accomplished performers I've ever seen. She is an amazing singer, an amazing performer. She has got such a great way with crowds. She's just, she's just perfection. And like her, I would say her makeup in this video didn't look particularly great. I think she hadn't gone like the, the contour mm-hmm. wasn't maybe fierce enough to like create the shape in the face. I thought she was a bit washed out by the lighting. Yes. Yeah. But I, I still think like her, she's fierce and she's amazing. And I think that she's the one to beat. I think she's going to like, She's she could walk in there and Bianca Del Rio this entire competition in my view. I yeah, think she's amazing. I can't disagree with that. She does seem the standout queen out of the ten. Yeah, easily, easily. Yeah. Whether it's just she talks a better game than the other nine, but she just does seem to be all rounder. She says she has looks. She has the performability. She can do brilliant impersonations. We hear her do some Kim Woodburn. She says she can sing and lip sync. She said her only downfall really is that she can't learn choreography. That's going to be one challenge, you know, and then lip sync away out of that. Yeah, absolutely. I think she has to be a shoe in for the final. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wiltshire is in the south of England between Bristol and Southampton. Well, there you go. I was right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's the 10. Also, she's from Liverpool, which is an accent I love hearing. I do really like Liverpool accent. I think it's fun. Um, So that is another distinct thing about her. So they're the 10. Um, you're overall happy with the 10? Yeah, I think it's a good mix. I think it's it's a fun mix between the kind of, I know I've given out about the like serious, more kind of like artsy queens, but it's a good mix between those artsy queens and the campy queens. And there's a few in between. And then there's a few standouts. And also there's a few who I kind of do think, oh, I think you could su- su- you could surprise me. Okay. So I think like Scaredy Cat, Blue Hydrangea even, I think they could come out of nowhere and they could sort of surprise, they could surprise us all and be in the final. It could be the, a Scaredy Cat, Blue Hydrangea final who even knows okay <laughs> right will we make our predictions now before we move on to anything else yes let's do it we'll write them down put them in an envelope and reveal them in the last episode i think that seems like a good that seems like a sensible way to do this yeah okay hear me rip the page oh at least take the full page out <laughs> well i was thinking i'm saving paper i was thinking we'll do we um, care about recycling at sissy that pod <laughs> Okay, so we're going to write down the name of the winner, the two runners up, who's going to be the villain, who gets the villain edit of the uh, season, and then the first out. So does that suit you, James? Yes. Okay, right. Give us a second. Okay, done. Right. Okay. The guest judges. 
have been announced. I think they're all been announced. I, I think before that, we should get into the, the core judging panel. Oh, yes, of course. Because that is what's exciting me. And actually, I think I'm just sad that that's just not the core judging panel going through. I don't need guest judges if I can have Alan Carr and Graham Norton. I would give that casting director a blowjob for his work. Or her work. <laughs> like, amazing work. I know. It, perfection. I, that is... It, it's it, Oh, they need to just... So it's Graham Norton and Alan Carr. I feel we're beating in the road. So Graham Norton and Alan Carr are in the um, Carson Cressley, Carson Cressley, Ross Matthews kind of rotating. And even it's just a match, like in that way, Hmm. Uh, in that capacity. Oh, I actually, who's the Ross and who's the? Actually, they're both Rosses. Never mind, because I don't like Carson (laughs) Cressley. I like Carson, but yeah, none of them, neither of them are that fashion savvy. Yeah, Uh, no shade to either of them. I mean, I think. Graham's probably more fashionable than yeah. Alan is, but I don't think he's per se a fashion guru. So yeah, they're definitely more of a Ross than a than a Carson. Yes, um, but Alan is more of a Ross than Graham is. Graham is. I feel you could like this could be like a test for gay men. Are you more of a Carson or a Ross? <laughs> I think I'm more of a Ross. Oh, I yeah, feel like you're more of a Carson. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm not fashionable. Though. <laughs> you're more fashionable than I am. Well, they, like that's a c- complimentary. <laughs> complimentary. We are, we're all on a scale of Ross to Carson. So. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> fashionable. I'm fashionable Ross. Um, but I'm so yeah. I'm so excited to see them. Uh, there's a preview of the first runway on the BBC Three YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And it's only one of them, which I was disappointed by. Well, I, I knew that that was going to be the case. I, I would have liked if they were going to have done it just for the first episode to have both of them together. That's what I thought. Like, first and last, you have the whole mm. family in together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's Alan Carr and Andrew Garfield in the first episode. Andrew Garfield, super excited. He is super excited to be there. Yeah. Um, he's super into Drag Race, which I think is really cute. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of like when they have the straight male... Uh, judges on there who are like obviously really into the show and like no, understand it and know it because I think it's kind of fun. Um, Unless it's your man from Community. Oh yeah, no, Joel, Joel, Joel McHale. McHale. Yeah, I used to think he was the best. Now I'm not sure. Yeah, what was what was it he kept saying? Bam, no. Bam. <laughs> it wasn't that. No. Echa, echa He had something he kept shouting. Anyway, I think he anyway. he was sort of a bit like he obviously thought that he was the star of the show. He didn't realize yes. Michelle and, was getting so annoyed. Yeah. So yeah, when someone turns out to be like him, they'll probably be fine. But yeah, so amongst the the guest judges joining the wonderful Alan Carr and Graham Norton, we're going to be having Maisie Williams, uh, Jerry Hallowell, Jade from Little Mix, Cheryl, Twiggy, Lorraine Kelly. Amazing. Oh my God. Stacey Dooley and Michaela Cole. I am very excited for some of these. I, I think Stacey Dooley is amazing. I love Stacey I, Dooley. She is fantastic. Yeah. I, I do think Twiggy as well. I mean, I don't know whether you, were you a, um, an America's Next Up Model fan? No. Right. Well, I mean, what are you doing on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's like precursor viewing to Dragon. I know, I know. But no, t- Twiggy, there was, a, there was a couple of seasons where it was like Twiggy, Miss J, Mr. J, Tyra, Nigel Barker, Janice Dickinson was before that. But mm. like, she's, she's a great judge. I, I really like her. She's warm and lovely, but also can be horrible. Okay. Yeah. See, that's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing her like, like Twink. She's not like Twink. <laughs> You leave Twink out of this. Do you know, actually, that's it. If they Who's did that Irish... more offensive to? Twiggy or Twink? Twiggy, of course. <laughs> you had to think that. You weren't no, I, sure. No, I was just, I was going to make sure I was saying the right one. Oh, because okay, I think, sure. No, because honestly, I mean, I know. I, no, um, no. <laughs> I was just thinking, though, if they were to make an Irish RuPaul's Drag Race, it would be fucking presented by <laughs> Ryan Tuberty <laughs> and, and Twink. Twink would be the Michelle Visage. <laughs> 
<laughs> what would Ryan, Ryan, these panty. What would Ryan Tuberty's drag name be? Oh, I don't know. It has to be some pun on late, late, doesn't it? Oh, God. We'll come back to that. The late, the, late, no. Also appearing, not as a guest judge, though, a vocal coach would be M-N-E-K, which is super because mm, I love yeah. him. And then the choreographers are AJ and Curtis Pritchard. Which is exciting. AJ from Strictly Curtis from Love Island. I, I, I mean, this is um, this is going to be extremely exciting for people because there's like the whole like, is he gay? Isn't he gay? Narrative that people were getting all super They're into obsessed, a while ago. Yeah. Obsessed with it. And just because he's on Love Island doesn't mean. But I was, or, I, uh, you know, actually, that's it. I was getting excited because I was thinking, oh, he'll bring Mora to set, but obviously he won't because he, this, this was happened before, before before he went to Love Island. Yeah. Um, Who were you most excited for out of that list? Um, I think that oh Cheryl is probably who I'm most excited for I think I would have said Cheryl until I saw Lorraine Kelly was on the list and I said yeah I love Lorraine Kelly I think Lorraine Kelly yeah I'm 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 hoping that that means there's going to be some kind of like a good morning Britain style of challenge maybe that would make me very happy well, if M&E-K is there, that means there is a singing challenge. Yes. Maybe that's at the last. Maybe there's that yeah. song at the end. I'm not sure. And Curtis and AJ means that there's also a dancing challenge yeah. as well. I am looking at the um, guest judges and I'm thinking, what song will be used for lip sync when they're there? So I think it means you'll finally get a little mix song for lip sync, which I mean is well overdue. Yes. Power. Yes, that's what I was thinking. But I was like, that's, is that, is that? I don't know that that's the one. Too obvious? Yeah. I know, just not too obvious, but more just there's like all the different voices in it. Because they do tend, they don't tend to do group songs for the lip syncs. Um, So I feel like they, they tend to do ones where it's like a single, more of a single singer. And I was trying to think of like a, 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 a little mix song that stands out as being kind of a single because you know like, the way power is ex. yeah oh I get you where power is very broken into the four personalities yeah that's true I suppose I get you because shout out to my ex is all harmony so you couldn't lip sync a harmony yeah I, I actually never noticed that that's there you very, go very savvy of you okay yeah. um, right let me think of my little mix back catalog well first of all I think Cheryl Cole, it's going to have to be Call My Name. Like, absolutely yeah. has to be Call My Name. Yeah. I have a feeling it'll be Fight for This Love, but, but that would, but it, I, it should be Call My Name. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. That is, that's the tune. That's the Calvin Harris production one as well. It's yeah. banging. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jerry Halliwell there, maybe Raining Spice Men. Song? Oh, yes. Yeah. But, yeah or they... Mi Chico Latino. Oh, Mi Chico Latino. That's a banger. Oh, yes. No, that would be brilliant. Um, <laughs> yes. Scream if you want to go faster. Also a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm but sold on me Chico Latino. I was thinking there would be Spice Girls, but I forgot her whole her whole her. solo back catalog. Uh, they've done Raining Men though for the Weather Girls in the US version, have they? Yes, I think they did. I couldn't yeah. tell you who did it though. I couldn't. On the topic of lip syncs, here's a, a trivia question for you. So I went through every song lip synced on the US All Stars and main series, whatever you know, hundred plus. Got to 200. How many English, British artists were used? Now, I'm going to say I haven't checked each one, even the small names that the British, but out of all the recognisable names, I recognise the majority, of them, like the vast majority of them. How many of them are British? I'm going to guess 20. If we include Olivia Newton-John, who's half English, we're at four. What? Yeah. How? Dead or Alive. Yes. Bonnie Tyler. Eurythmics. That's all. That's all. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, um, I was actually shocked by how few there were. 
Um, now, Elton John was on the list I saw, but it was actually the Tina Turner version of his song. Okay. So it doesn't actually count. It doesn't count. Okay. Well, that's shocking. And I'm glad that the UK gets to have a, um, gets to have a, a vehicle now to promote it. Uh, a much needed vehicle to promote its uh, mm. heritage singers. Because it's not like they're all US. You have you had like Robin in there. You had Kylie. So they were doing non-Americans. Yeah. But only four British acts. Like for the wealth of music that comes out of Britain, like that's a criminally low number I feel and have they, they haven't done any Irish ones I'd imagine oh god I don't think so no no no, no. cores Samantha Mumba Bewitched <laughs> so I made a list of uh, songs that I think could show up as uh, as lip syncs so we have Girls Aloud obviously it could also be there for Cheryl it could be Sound of the Underground or a Girls Aloud song oh the yeah promise. No, be, the promise would be fun um, you know like Adele Marina and the Diamonds Ellie Goulding Jess Glynn you could have like Deep cuts like Alicia Dixon, even if you wanted to, uh, Sam Smith oh, or else Alexandra can... Burke. Alexandra. Do it even better in Broken Heels. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's oh it. no, uh, start without you. Oh yeah, that's banging. Or also like the wealth of queer '80s British acts like Pet Shop Boys, Erasure, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, like Bronski Beat, Culture Club. There's so much '80s goodness in there. Like I think it's gonna be a really good season for music. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a great season for music. I think it's going to be a great season for shade and a great season for drama. Um, one of the 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 premiere was on in London um, recently, and someone tweeted one of the one of the lucky sort of Illuminati that had been invited along or Glitterati, which, whichever one you mm-hmm. meant to say, that was invited along tweeted to say that um, it it was like Drag Race in its heyday, and there was a, a moment so funny that. People literally fell out of their chairs laughing at it. Oh, wow. So I think I think it's all, it's it's a being set up now to be a really good show, and I'm excited for it. On the topic of comedy, obviously, we haven't got it confirmed at this snatch game, but we're pretty confident that there is a snatch yes. game. Who I made also a list of people who we could see on snatch game as well, who I'd be really excited to see because there's so many big personalities. Yeah, women over. I I I want some. I want my Chavettes. I want my Jordans. I want my Jody Marshes. I want my Kerry Katonas. I want you to give me Jade my. Goodies. Oh, Jade Goody would be brilliant, but you know, not in her tenth year. With taste, no, wasteful. With, t- with a tasteful Jade Goody. Yeah. Give me a tasteful Jade Goody, and I'll give you the crown. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, I... we have like new trash, I suppose, like Gemma Collins. Oh yes, It'd be amazing. Um, then you also have like your Charlotte Crosby's. But then you can go for like really highbrow people. Well, not highbrow, no, but like... I, I want, I, I think what we need is people to dig back into the rich tapestry of British soap. I, some Bet Lynches would be brilliant. I was like Don French. Like oh. you could do Eddie or Patsy from Ab Fab. I'm so surprised that you haven't had an Eddie or a Patsy on the US one. Yes. Yeah. So I think this will be a perfect opportunity. Oh, they'd be for so it. easy to do. Oh, and well. actually that, that, that there, there's a, a guest judge pair for, for season mm, two. Yeah. That would be amazing. Uh, you could do Nessa from Gavin and Stacey. You could do Davina McCall, Judy Dench, Miranda Hart, Elaine Page. You could even go into politics, do some Margaret Thatcher, Theresa May. Oh, Camilla uh, Parker Bowles. Yes, Diana, Diana. The Queen. Like, there's so many there. I've Dean Coyle. I heard someone suggest Tracy Beaker. I don't think that's going to work. No, Tracy no, Beaker doesn't no. have a personality. I also realised when I was putting together this that if I were to go on, I'd do Mora. Because, like, you could just... It's very easy to look like Mora. And then all you'd have to do is just have some Irish banter and crack because that would be very novel over mm. there still. And it'd be easy peasy. I've always said that if I was going to do Snatch Game, it would be as Kerry Katona. Okay. But now I'm I'm afraid that because I've seen how talented these girls are that I'm like, I don't think I would be able to continue. I can't do an accent for more. I was going to ask you to do an accent. Oh, God. What does... Um... 
<clears throat> I were on my holidays in Spain <laughs> and I jumped in the pool. That's from her, uh, her, Iceland. her seminal. <laughs> I was on the holidays in Spain. Kerry <laughs> 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 Katona got enunciation lesson from Bjork. No, I was trying to remember. My point of reference for Kerry Katona is always that insane um, interview she did with, with Phil and Fern when it was still Phil and Fern. Oh, yeah. When she, when they kind of were like saying, what, why are you drunk? Why are you, you know, why mm. are you here or out of your head? And she got all defensive at them. Okay. As on me all day. Well, my reference is always her Iceland ads. Like with Stacey Solomon as Oh, well. see, there you go. I thought you said I was doing an Iceland accent. I'm so... Oh, no. <laughs> I had missed that entirely. <laughs> so it wasn't anything to do... No, with your... <laughs> I don't know where you got beer from, but I was like, let's just go with it. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for Snatch Game as well. This should be some really cool... Yeah, And Kim too. Woodburn, I presume we're not going to get her this season because we see the Vivian do it at Burst Nation. And probably. same for Deirdre Barlow. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't watch any soaps, so I'll be missing out on all that. But like, who's the... Um, you're not my mother. I am your mother. Who's who's that? That's is that like a famous soap scene? Also, oh, get out of my pub. Who's that? Oh, a Barbara Windsor. Yes, yeah, so she'd be a good one as well. Yeah, no, she'd be great. I think I think if you're gonna do a a pub landlord, though, it needs to be Bette Lynch. I don't know who that is. Oh, oh, cock. Is that is that a soap? She thing? is from Bette Lynch from Carnation Street. Yeah, I, don't, I never watched Leopard Print. Soap She's my... essentially a drag queen. The she... only soap I ever watched was Ross and Maroon, and that was to try practice my Irish. Ugh. And I decided life is too short to watch Ross and Marine. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you might have started with the wrong one. <laughs> but I never watched like Neighbours or Home Away and like that. I was just like, not into <laughs> it. Um, okay, well, I think that's pretty much it for our preview. I'm Meeting buzzing for next Thursday. Yes, me too. I can't wait. I think it's going to be so fun. It feels like it. It, it feels like it's, we're waiting for Christmas. Yes, we're waiting for gay Christmas. Because to the thing is, once this episode starts, the floodgates open till pretty much June of next year. I know that's it. There will be no respite until next Pride is finished. <laughs> That is that is it. Pretty soon, <laughs> pretty soon there will be more drag race on TV than there won't be. Yeah, well, there, there's already um, Australia, Germany, Germany. Oh, I heard Canada. I didn't hear Germany. Oh yeah, no, yeah. So we have Germany, we have Canada, we've um, we already have Australia, Thailand. Thailand, and then there's the switch. Have you ever seen the switch? No. The switch is like the Latin American one where they all speak Spanish, and Gia Gunn was on it. Oh, good mm. for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you for listening to our show. Yes, thank you for listening to Sissy That Pods. I don't know. We make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That's pretty much all for us for today. We will see you next week for the aftermath of the first episode, which is just out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus.